Produced by the four sportsmen. Four sportsmen. And we have now taken over this audio feed. We control the content. You must listen. From the foothills. That's the bottom. Of the Appalachian Mountains. Straight out of East Tennessee. East Tennessee. Introducing first, representing the, the Ohio State University, the moderator that knows no moderation. I'm tired of hearing this. You've been moderated with the mute button. The champ that runs the camp. Because I'm the champ and you're not. Reigning and defending sportsman pick'em champion of the world, Jason Cobb. Jason Cobb. Introducing next, the man that's maize and blue and so much better than you. Hail to the victors. He is black by popular demand. And the only nigga in first class. Fabian Goins. Goins. Introducing third, he bleeds orange for the University of Tennessee. Feels like 98, boys. The man with the greatest middle name of all time. Why do you point out that that is your opinion when everything you've said thus far has been your opinion? He's a national treasure, Sir William Erastus Broyles. Last but never outclassed, Defender of the University of Florida. The Mighty Gators. The Mighty Gators. Mr. One Take, because he don't make mistakes. One of you losers tell him, I'm so mad I can't. Adam Green Daddy. And that's not an opinion, that is a fact. This is a motley and prismatic squad of infamous, infamous best friends. Bringing you an unauthorized, unauthorized, we don't care about your rules, an out of control podcast experience. Unapologetic. Covering sports. And whatever they decide to argue about. They are the four sportsmen. The four sportsmen. And this is Rival Radio. This is 15 rounds of boxing for the heavyweight championship of the world. Sportsmen, are you ready? Fight. Fight. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be back with you tonight with a little short covering our city championship here in Morristown. Rob, I think that's the first time you've heard our introduction. I, I saw you I saw you about to giggle a few times. I, that was more than a giggle. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Our buddy Adam there, he, he threw most of this together. He just had us record some snippets to throw in there, and then he said, I'll take care of this. <laughs> And he did. Clearly he did. Except, yes. you know, I, I've always had a lot of respect for you, but this Ohio State thing, you know, it's the only thing that you don't know about football. Is it? <laughs> I don't, well, you know, I, I can't even say nothing back to you. No, you can't. That's the reason I brought this Alabama. I today. see that, yeah. Try not to even look at it, man. 
Oh, all right. Well, like I said, we're going to cover this episode doing the city championship here in Morristown. I know several of y'all had asked for us to start covering some local stuff. So that's uh, that's what we're going to try to do here. And, and, and you know, honestly, if you're going to cover local sports and you're going to start with something, I mean, you might as well start with the Super Bowl in Morristown. Um, most unique rivalry ever in high school football. Uh, and I hear every coach that I've talked to that's come through Morristown East since I started covering Morristown East football in 2004, they all say the same thing. This is just unique. They thought they had seen a high school rivalry. Yeah. Till they get here. It's unique. Oh, yeah. It is. And even, w- even if it is one-sided for the most part. It, it has been a little one-sided, yes. It, it brings out passion for sure. Well, and, and I don't even it, – it's not even – it's not even secluded to just football. Right. I, I mean, we both wrestled for Morristown East. Yes. I will take to my grave that I never lost one single wrestling match to anybody from Morristown West, and yep. we never lost a duel meet to anybody from Morristown West. Yep, same. Yeah, yeah so. it was one side of the, opposite, the other direction. Yeah, uh, and, and I don't care. I've said this. You know, I have people at work that talk about this with me. I work for the Morristown Fire Department. And, and they'll ask, you know, about this rivalry. I was like, you know, you could if you took these two schools and made a Tiddlywinks team. <laughs> it's going to be competitive. It would be the most intense, competitive Tiddlywinks game that you're ever going to see. Yeah, I agree. And then we'll go back to dating each other's girlfriends yep. from across Cumberland. Yep. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Uh all right, well let's uh, let's jump into this. Give us uh, give us a little brief history on the championship. Well, last year was the uh, 50th anniversary. This will be the 51st meeting between the two teams. The school started uh, being separated in '68. Okay. Uh, the first meeting was actually in 1972. Uh, West won that one. That was 48 to seven. And after after the state championship year in '69. Morristown East football took a huge hit. Yeah. Um, and the first East win actually came in 1974. Wow. Dang. Yeah. And, and it's been, it's been one-sided. Um, you know, we, we were talking before we got started about the streaks. Uh, it, you know, it, it kind of rivals an, an Alabama UT series, you know, streaky, yeah. very streaky. Oh, yeah. Um, Morristown East has got uh, a six-win streak. West has two six-win streaks. Mm-hmm. Um, and and those six-win streaks for, for East came during the Walt Bragg era. Yeah. Who used to coach across town. He did. He came from Morristown West uh, and coached his first season in 1990. Oh, wow. At, uh, at Morristown East after winning a state championship at, at Morristown East. Oh, wow. I didn't know he coached at West. He coached at West. He was an assistant there under Dale Chrisman. Okay. Who was an assistant for the 1969 team. Gotcha. Okay. That's how all it, mm. it, it, it yeah, it's it's kind of all stayed in house. Right. Uh there for a while. Uh with the exception of Carlos Altizer. Yeah. Um Dale Rose was a coach at uh, Morristown East for about three years in the early seventies. Uh but Ken Sparks is the one that brought a state championship in. Played at UT. Yeah. 
they hired him away from uh, Loudon, or uh, yeah, Loudon County, I think. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, you've you've seen this game for a long time. You've been around it for a while. What would you say your favorite edition of the city championship game was? You know, as a student, I graduated in '91. Um, I think my favorite as a student. I've got several yeah. great games, but uh, my favorite as a student was in 1988. Uh, 1988, that was a uh, 14-13 win. Oh, wow. Pretty sure. I had to look. Yep, 14-13. Okay. Um, and I, I remember it was, it was a one-point game, and there's been – and you sent me a whole list of questions. It was it was about there was three one point wins. Um, Morristown West had one in eighty three, and Morristown East has had two in eighty eight and uh, and in ninety two. It was a seven six game in ninety two. Oh wow! And then fourteen thirteen, but it wasn't necessarily the game that got everybody excited. Okay. It was what happened the week of the game. Leading up to the game? That was uh, the last year that the East-West game was played on the last game of the season. Okay. In week, well, it was week 10. Right. Um, but the 11th week of the season, they had a week zero for whatever reason. Yeah. yeah. Um, but TSSAA, they, they, they count different sometimes. We know that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll probably get in trouble for saying that. Uh, <laughs> nah. <laughs> Hell, they probably as, as a TWSWA wrestling official, I get I'll get in trouble for saying that. But um, that week leading up, uh, the other side of town had a radio station WAZI. Okay, and West had a good team that year. That was uh, that was Mac Lambert's second year at Morristown East, and we'd had a. Uh, pretty dismal season. We'll just say it that way. It was dismal. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so nobody really expected much from y'all coming into this. No. And as a matter of fact, the other side of town, that radio station, their morning crew got into bashing the student body. Oh, wow. Oh, it got ugly. Uh, I can't name names. I don't know if statute of limitations are out. Okay. But... Um, uh, that radio station got rolled with orange and black crepe paper. Um, the, uh, satellite dishes is huge satellite dishes. They used to have back yeah. for the stations. They were painted orange and black. <laughs> um, I cannot confirm or deny any black or orange eggs awesome. at the station. Uh, but it was ugly. Yeah. So you can't get by with stuff like it nowadays because there's cameras everywhere. Oh, yeah. yeah. So much more fun was had back then. Yeah, and there was no cell phones to yep. get us all in trouble. Yep. Um, so we fast forward to Friday night. Yeah. And Morristown East wins. They stopped a two-point conversion at the end of the game. Oh, wow. Um, and and – it still kind of tears me up. I, I wasn't playing football then. Yeah. Uh, I was a wrestler. I had no business being on a football field then at 112 pounds. <laughs> well, yeah. I wrestled 119, so I had no business being on, being on the uh, 
been on the team. But um, and the great thing about it is Derwin Helton gives us this cool book. You work in radio, you get this cool book. Yeah. Um, James Howe. Uh, scored on a 14-yard run the first quarter and then a 38-yard in the second quarter. A uh, guy named Tim Green had a brother named Tony on that team, a uh, twin brother. Yeah. Two of the hardest-hitting guys ever to yeah. see a football field. Uh, he hit the extra points. Uh, little man Stewart, he had a four-yard TD for West. Yeah. Um, Profit added a, a three-yard touchdown run. West went for two. Didn't Stop get them. it. Stopped him. Nice. And if this is what tears me up, um, there was a guy that was in my class, David Holder. Yeah. A heck of a football player. Um, I think West, West ended up trying to do onside kick at the end of the game, try to win it. David comes up with that. That was yeah. the very last play of football that that man got to play. He yeah. uh, died of liver disease. Later that year in oh, the spring, wow. um, I don't think he ever returned the football because that's West kicking ball. Yeah, I don't think they ever saw it again. Oh wow! I think he brought it to the sideline. Good. Um, but they had the entire student body fired up. I guarantee you, and and the entire football team, they yeah. were fired up. Um. As a broadcaster, that was a long, drawn-out thing. But as a broadcaster, 2004, uh, my first year uh, covering Morristown East football. Yeah. Um, East is the home team. And I think we talked about this earlier in the week. Yeah. Um, West was on a streak mm-hmm. at the time. They were. Uh, they had won six in a row. Yep. And... The student body had from West had put this sign up. And the, the amazing thing is that there is actually a picture of that sign inside the fire department. We were the honor guard for the East West game that year. Yeah. So that sign is up there. You can see That's it. Great. And they had a sign up that said, we're getting tired of beating you guys year after year, after year, after year, after year. Right. Rob Davis spoke to him. A uh, great friend of mine, Bobby Davis's son. Everybody yep. knows Bobby Davis here in oh, Hamlin yeah. County. Yep. And Rob said he, he remembered walking out of the locker room to go do the coin toss before team comes on the field. Right. And he saw that sign. And that was a year that Morristown East wasn't supposed to be on the same field with them. Right. Yep. Uh, West had a great team that year. Uh-huh. Um. Now, this was the year after they had went and lost to Hillsboro in the state finals, wasn't it? I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. Okay. So, they've, they've, they've brought some weapons yep. back. Oh, yeah. Um, Rob goes back to the locker room and says, hey, guys, you got to see this sign. Yeah. After that, it was game on. Yeah. And Josh Russell... <laughs> A kid's name that we had not mentioned, and we're playing like game week four, week five of the season. Yep. Yeah that that kid he exploded. Exploded three hundred and twenty nine yards. Yep. Uh, on about thirty two carries, <laughs> set a school record for most rushing yards in a game, most rushing yards in the city championship game. Yeah. 
man, it, it was it was something to see. Uh, Don Woods was so upset. <laughs> that was coach for West. That right? was that was a head coach at West, and he was so upset. I, I, we interviewed Billy Seals. That was during the Larry Smith era, and Larry Smith, yeah. bless his heart, he had no personality. So we interviewed Barry, uh, Billy Seals, the defensive coordinator. Yeah, great friend of mine. Um, we interviewed him at halftime and post game. Yeah. So I'm keeping an eye on him. I'm running the sideline. Keeping an eye on him. I'm yep. going to catch him in an interview. Of course. Steve Hernandez was assistant coach on that team. Yeah. And Steve, another great friend of mine. Yeah. Who had had problems with Don Woods when he coached at West. Right. Um. Don Woods came out to the hashes. He was not going to shake hands with anybody. <laughs> Billy Seals ran that man down. That's awesome. And made him shake his hand. Yeah. And Steve Hernandez right behind him. That's great. I, I wish that was before I had a smartphone. Right. Oh my gosh. I wish I could have videotaped that. Yeah. It was epic. Um, man, surely somebody out there had a camcorder going or something. It had to be. You would think. Yeah. So I guarantee you there's, there's film of that somewhere, but that was. A 44-20 win. Oh, yeah. For Morristown East. Yeah, they turned it on. They had no answer for Josh Russell. No. Um, And and we hadn't barely mentioned his name all year. Right. And then after that, that kid played lights out. He was was running with – Yep. Nobody was stopping him all year. Oh, yeah. Uh, The 2020 game also stands out, too, because Cole Henson broke every record – that you could possibly set as a quarterback yeah. during that game. Oh, wow. Um, that, was, that was a 35-28 win. He had uh, passing records for 491 yards in that God. game. Five TDs, 30 completions, 41 attempts. All of them were school re- or city championship records. Wow. Micah Simpson uh, – yeah, he had four TDs, 208 yards. Schaefer Harville had another 132. Golly. Yeah, it was it was incredible. It's and, crazy. They put up numbers like that, and still it was a one-possession game. Right. And, and, and Micah Simpson, and just to show you how tight that game was, yeah. Micah Simpson caught the winning touchdown pass with a minute 38 left. Golly. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like- Insane. Definitely goes to show you with the history there that, like, the records can go out the window, especially when East is winning the ones that they're not even supposed to be there. Yeah, and and that's the thing. Everybody talks about, you know, well, they did this last year, they did this last year. Okay. Uh, and I've said you th- you, this is that one game that you can throw records out, you can throw what they've done out. Yeah. Because it's so emotional and yep. so passionate on both sides. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the kids like getting their head both ways. Yeah, yeah. And last year was a little ugly after the game. Was it? Uh, had, oh yeah, yeah. I heard about that. Uh, had a little fight after the game. It's the first time that's ever happened. Yeah. Um, Darwin Helton, you know, said that's the first time he's ever seen that happen. Yeah. But I mean, we've been playing this game for fifty-one years or fifty years, so that's that's pretty good. It's only happened once. It's only happened once. Yeah. Uh, I hated it happened then, of course. But you know. Yeah. Let's just go back to dating each other's girlfriends at, right. at the other school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into talking about some of this year's hurricanes. Get everybody up to speed on them. 
What uh, who's the coaching staff right now, and how long have they been there? Well, Coach uh, Coach Slover is the head coach. This is his fourth season. Uh, he started uh, his first season was twenty nineteen. Okay. Um, so he's one and two against the King or against the Trojans. Yeah. Um, the one guy that I really want to mention is Derek Folsom. Okay. Derek Folsom. Um, he um, he played at UT. And he had offered his services to Morristown East uh, as a D-back coach because he played D-back at, okay. at UT. Yeah. And he has been there through – I'm going to have to think about this. Okay. I'm not sure if he was there during Randy Frazier. So, at least Larry Smith, Dwayne Hatcher, Dwayne Wells, and now Coach Slower. So, he's been through four head coaches. Oh, wow. Yeah. Dang. And he's still there. He, he he's a non faculty coach. Yeah. Uh, Jason West is the uh, defensive coordinator. This is the second year. Okay. Uh, Randy Mauser, who I have a lot of respect for, uh, got out of the coaching gig, and he went to uh, handling FCA. Okay. Full time. Oh. So hired Jason West last year. Uh, Levi Cooper was brought in as offensive coordinator with uh, Caleb Slover, and he has since left and gone back home to Cock County. Okay. Um, coaching at Cosby this year, actually. Hmm. Um, and here's where the, it, it gets really interesting. Brad Ramsey. Yep. A name that Morristown East fans know. Uh, he was a quarterback under the Dwayne Hatcher yeah. system. Yep. Um, he was an awesome quarterback. Yeah. Um. He's now the offensive coordinator. Okay. He went from coaching the linebackers and D-line last year. Uh, they brought in a, a guy named Little from Tusculum. Okay. Um, of course, Coach Slover has some Tusculum ties. Right. And uh, he brought in Little, and uh, he came from Greenville, actually. Oh, wow. Um, mid-season. Oh. Wow. Um, to, to coach linebackers and um, – I know I'm going to miss somebody. Uh, new offensive line coach this year. Uh, okay. Two year last year, um, it would have been his second year. We had a guy named Pendleton that came in. He's from Upper East Tennessee, Bristol area. Okay, he left and went to Westridge after the West game last year. Oh, so um, is that something that seems to happen in high school? People uh, leaving in the middle of the season. You know, it's. It, it's I've never seen it until last year. Yeah. Okay. Never had seen that. Wow. Yeah. I've never heard of that either. Uh, especially going to somebody in the same region. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, it was nuts. Um, we had two of them do it. Two of them do Greenville it. to here. And well, and Greenville isn't in the same region. They're playing four A ball. Right, yeah. For some reason, I always think they're bigger. It, well, it's because they're winning state championships. Yeah. But they're playing where they're supposed to now. Right. Yeah. Um. But um, Bill, uh, Coach Ray, Stevie Ray, came in, yeah. who had basically given up coaching yeah, uh, to spend time with his family. He came in and coached the offensive line last year. Did a great job. Right. Um, but now they've got another hurricane back. Okay. Uh, Josh Everhart. Name sounds familiar. He, he played at Morristown East. When he first got there, he barely knew how to line up. Yeah. By the time he left, he had gotten offers. Oh wow! And 
he is coaching the old line this year. Uh, Bo Simpson handles the tailbacks. Yeah. Uh, all the running backs. Okay. Um, and of course, Coach Slover, he's he's the head coach, but he's he's the quarterback coach. He okay. set a lot of records at Tusculum while he was there, so it okay. only makes sense. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Well, who who are some of the offensive weapons that we need to keep an eye out for for Morristown East this year? Well, I, I know East fans are probably going to lose their minds when I say this. Uh, Eli Seals last year, he threw 32 picks last year. Ouch. Okay. Uh, finally wiped Randy Sanders completely off of the record books because he had the <laughs> he had the most in, mo, threw the most interceptions up until Eli last year. Yeah, uh, Eli was, and you know. I, I got a lot of mad respect for that kid because he followed Cole Henson. Pretty big shoes to fill after the numbers you just read off for the city championship. Yeah, just, game just from the city. That was just from the city championship right. game. Yeah, and he had lost some some receivers. Yeah, Micah Simpson was out. You know, at the time, the only thing he had there, some guys hadn't developed like they thought. Yeah, um, and. You know, he throws half as many picks. They they're probably going to win five games instead of two. Right. Um, but that kid over the summer and and off season, he stayed in the locker room or the weight room. Yeah. He's put some. I went over to just left practice today. Yeah. First time I've seen him. Yeah. He's twice the size he was last year. Okay. And he got heavily involved in the seven on seven and. Yeah. His decision making is a ton better. Okay, uh, from what we're seeing in preseason. So Eli, so definitely gonna make a case for most improved. He, he is definitely gonna make a case for most improved. Plus, he's got two big guys on the ends, and one of them uh, I, I'm, I'll mention specifically, Nate Roberts. Yeah, kid six four. God bless. Um, East is very blessed on on the wings on the on on the ends. Their yeah. their wide receivers are tall. Okay, uh, over six foot. For both of them, dang, yeah. Where are they putting in water nowadays? And and and, and another kid that we don't want to, um, don't want to fail to mention Ethan Ledford last year. That kid is well, you know, looking at his size, he hasn't gotten any bigger. He's five eight, one sixty five. Yeah, uh, but his. His ability at tailback, yeah, he's running through people. Awesome. Um, and another kid that we we never mentioned his name first part of the season. Yeah, I want to say it was the Halls game last year. Maybe no Halls or Campbell County. Okay, we're early in the season. Yeah, they put him in, and I'm like, man, he's nine, eight, nine yards of carry. Yeah. He he developed very quickly. They they thought they were going to have some depth problems at the tailback position. Yeah, and he came in and was like, "Man, where's this kid been?" And he just like somebody turned the switch on and yeah, closed those concerns on the depth, huh? Yeah, and, and now this year, uh, you've got a couple more kids that are developing a lot faster than they thought. Okay, so um, one of them, um. Is uh, Cole Henson's little brother? Yeah, I cannot remember his name right off the top of my head. Okay, um, he's developed a lot faster, okay. so they've got some depth in in the tailback position. Who, what was the other name before Cole? 
Oh, Cole Ryan Kelly. Adams. I'm sorry. I okay. didn't even mention his name. Yeah, you did. <laughs> That's fine. No worries. Okay. Um, and then he said Cole's little brother. Yeah, I, and I cannot remember. He's a freshman, but he's he's developing very quickly. Okay. Nice. And one thing, too, that is going to help, we were, we were talking about this before we started recording. TW, or NFHS has changed the rule for high school quarterbacks now. You used to, it was intentional grounding, throwing one away. Somebody right. had to be near the football. Yeah. Um, now, uh, and after talking with my nephew, who's a high school football official, yeah. three yards outside that tackle box, they can throw it out of bounds. Yeah. As long as it goes past the line of scrimmage, just like the college rule. Okay. So that may help him with his decision making. If that, that first read's not there. He's not going to try to force something down the no. field. Yeah. No, don't throw it, you know, don't force it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, hopefully that, that should help him. Uh, what about the offensive line? What do you know about them? How impactful are they going to be in this game? Well, they're big. Yeah. Uh, they are big. Um, so far in the preseason stuff, the, the scrimmages they've had, the couple of uh, the jamboree that they had, in those two scrimmages and jamboree against Grace Christian. They and they didn't scrimmage slouch teams. Right. Uh Severe County was the first. Yeah. Um a regional powerhouse. Yeah. Right here. Well had used been. had been. Yeah. They're down. Okay. Uh with the addition of Northview Academy. Mm-hmm. Um in, in Severe County. But they have scored their the starting offense has just moved it down the field. Okay. They're scoring, they're throwing it, and they're they're running it, and nothing is stopping the Ledford kid. Yeah, you know he's averaging like eight or nine yards a carry in, in oh, the preseason, wow. and the offensive line is big. And they and and Josh Everhart has I talked to the coaching staff today. It's like man, he has done an outstanding job with that offensive line. That's awesome. You said he didn't even know how to line up when he first got there to play. Oh no, no, it was I mean. So and that shows I, you that he's coachable, and now he knows how to coach as well. Right, and and, and I don't mean that in a negative way. Right, yeah. I, I mean he he was it was yeah. like he was that guy that you know he was third string, fourth string, uh, and he just kept getting better and better and better, and then uh, you know then eventually we we're going, man, we're calling his name a lot. Right, that's awesome. Uh, what about the defensive side of the ball? You, you got much on the defense? Yeah. Well, the defense so far. Um, has, the starting defense has not given up a touchdown in the preseason. That's awesome. That's that's saying something. That Tennessee high. That yeah. was the other scrimmage. Yep. Didn't the ones have not given up a touchdown? Wow. Uh, Grace Christian couldn't score on the ones. Um. Oh my. Yeah. Um, oh, that's big. You know, and like I said, that is preseason. Right. You know, we get it. Everybody's trying to figure it out. Of course. Yeah. Um, some names though, Max Baker, uh, Max Baker is just a, he's a huge kid, uh, D lineman, six three two seventy was what he was listed last year. I, I don't have a current roster. Right. Yeah. Um, Trevor Folks, that's another name that you're going to hear us call a lot. He's a D back. Okay. Um, and Dalen Talley, uh, Dalen Talley, he was a junior last year, defensive lineman. Yeah. 
called his name an awful lot. Just a very humble kid, very quiet leader. Yeah. And um, those guys, you'll probably hear us talk about them quite a bit on the uh, on the queue. Okay. Heck yeah. Um. All right. We can wrap this up with a prediction. What kind of prediction are you thinking? <sighs> wow. Which I know you probably got a lot on West right now to know about. The the one Actually, th- yeah, go ahead and throw out anything you might know about West. So what I do know about West, they're they're pretty skilled up front with their D line. Um yeah. they'll load the box up with with about five. Uh, yeah. they're gonna force people teams are gonna have to force it outside on them. Okay. Uh they they will have to force it outside. Um uh, they're they're starting offense. They've got some good tailbacks. Uh, Rob Johnson that played at Morristown East. His son is there. Yep. I can't remember his first name. Uh, very talented tailback. Uh, okay. They've got some talent in the backfield. That runs in the family. Yeah, I'm sure it does. <laughs> at least at least Rob Johnson is going to say, "Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's my genes running." Yep. Um, they are kind of iffy on quarterback position i think they finally settled on the awesome kid okay uh, yeah i talked to uh, a source at morristown west who told me that uh about a week ago he still didn't know that they had decided on a starting quarterback oh wow uh tripucka was there uh, i think i'm tripuka tripucka mm. i i screwed his name up so many times last year in the city championship game it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah um, he's gone. Uh, Delaney is gone. Okay. Uh, as a tailback. So, you know, they're kind of rebuilding. Yeah. I think East has got a better than average chance of winning this football game. Well, good. If they can execute. Yeah. Uh, and that's the one thing we were talking about up front. This game is so emotional. These kids play with emotion. Yeah. So, you and know. And to kick off the season with that game. Like, yeah. That's a lot of weight on somebody. Yeah, and, and we're going to be the only high school game in in Tennessee. Yeah, on Saturday. On Saturday. <laughs> um, come to find out that there's a there's a reason for that. TWSWA has asked each team to play at least one Thursday or Saturday game during the season. Okay, and that has to do with the shortage of officials. Officials, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Kind of spread it out. Help get them to yeah, cover get, the games. You know, you you you'll get a guy, some guys that are calling two games a week now. Yeah, which I'm sure is rough on the officials because you know right. they're running. Yeah, I got it. Oh yeah, they're not like a wrestling official that's running all day. But <laughs> right, yeah, especially <laughs> on the tournaments <laughs> Saturday. Yeah, but uh, at the same time, man, it, it, I, I think East has got a better better shot this year than they had last year. Yeah. Especially with Eli making better decisions in the preseason, and yeah. and um, yeah. what are his tendencies? Does he run much with the ball? Does he look to throw it more? He when I mean throwing thirty two interceptions, I'm sure he looks well. To throw he, it, but, yeah, he he was throwing it, uh, and and I think this year they've been trying to emphasize if it's you know if it's not there, let's, let's don't throw it away, right? And I mean don't throw it away to the other team. Don't right. try to force it. Correct. Yes. I think that's how he's been coached this year. Okay. I, I'm making a little speculation on that, but right. um it seems reasonable though. It does. Yeah. Um and Coach Lover, I mean, the guy set a bunch of records at Tusculum as yeah. a quarterback. So yeah. with him, you know, prodding His him guidance, along. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's gonna 
He he'll be better. I, I mean, between him and Ramsey being his coordinator, I mean, yeah, he he's got a good chance of being highly improved this year. Yeah, and, and Brad, you know, he didn't throw the ball a whole lot. Right. Brad Brad was probably the most team oriented quarterback that I have seen at Morristown East. Yeah. Um, they had a kid, and I'm not even going to mention his name. But this guy came out. He was a preseason All-State kid from the previous year. Um, was he a coach's son? No. Is that the one where – okay. I think of a different one now. No. Th- th- this kid ended up getting kicked off the team Oh, after he had been named a preseason All-Stater. Golly. Um, wow. And the year before, when he was just running wild, and, and Dwayne Hatcher had that wing T offense. Yeah, that I swear, man. When when I when he got hired and he said, "Hey, we're bringing out," you know, what kind of offense you run, Coach? I'm running a wing T. Wow, this is thirty years old. That's about to say we're back in the sixties. <laughs> but he ran an option offense out of that, and there were so many moving parts. The uh, Mike Rappel was was the uh, play-by-play guy that I worked with yeah. on the other side of town. And after we, we started the, that, that season, I never will forget, we started the season off with Carnes, mm-hmm. and we were watching it, and we were like, oh, my gosh. It, we couldn't keep up. There were so many moving parts. Wow. And um, the year before that, uh, when we first kind of laid eyes on it in in and laid eyes on this one particular kid yeah brad ramsey just told me he's like man i, I don't care if i ever throw it again i'm just gonna hand it off to this guy told me that on the sideline i mean high school quarterbacks like i ain't worried about my stats i just hand it off all i gotta do is look to the left or look to the right yeah and and hand it off oh wow it, it was it was crazy man um, and that kid threw, man, he threw away so much talent. So much talent. That sounds like it. That's sad. Hate to see that happen, man. Yeah, but th- this game should be fun. It is being televised. So. What's it going to be on? I, is it going to be one of those WVLT? I, I, it's going to be a WVLT game. Okay. But what I encourage people to do. Okay. If you can't make it to the game. Of course. Turn the volume down on that TV. Yep. And you can listen to the official Morristown East broadcast on Q100.7. Yep. Or uh, on the TuneIn app. Uh, just look for WBGQ. Okay. Or you, if you have one of those cool little smart speakers. Yeah. Say, hey, just play WBGQ. Yeah. And and listen to the Morristown East broadcast. It's a local broadcast. We won't have, you know, those guys on TV talking about stuff that they right. have not been able to live. Yeah. Uh, the cool thing about our broadcast team at the Q, we're all Morristown East graduates. Yeah. And that includes you, by the way. That includes me, too. Yeah. Surprise. Yeah. That's, <laughs> um, I, I, my predecessor, Billy Daniel, when he first started doing football on the Q and brought me along. Yeah. It's been the theme is all of us have been – we're homers. I got it. Oh, yeah. But we've all worn that Morristown East jersey. Yeah. In some form or another. Yeah. Um, I didn't play football in my senior year, but, you know, I, I, it don't matter. You know what it's like. You, re- As a wrestler, you oh, know yeah. what it's like. Oh, yeah. Did it not feel different 
when you put that that singlet on and stepped on the mat with West. Oh yeah, yeah. Knew I was leaving off the W that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did too. But I mean, it, 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 it's different. Oh yeah. Uh, people don't understand that. People coming into town, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you're not from around the area, you've probably not heard about it. I mean, it stays in mostly, but it's it's very passionate. It it, it is, and, and you know the 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 one of the best lines I ever heard, and it actually came out of Don Wood's mouth. <laughs> Great, I, I know. Uh, but he's blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then. He does. Um, is the one thing that he described that game is like you know we can play this game and with the gate that we pull in for this game, we can pay the light bill for the entire season. I believe it. I mean, what other schools do you, I've, I've talked to people outside. They don't understand. Yeah. But you know, I mean, when it comes game time, it's standing room only there. It is. There's six and seven deep in the end zones. Yep. Um, you know, the reason we have an artificial turf field is because of East and West yes. playing a playoff game yeah. in 2006 yep. down at Carson Newman because Burt Tony was terrible. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, was, it was terrible. I still say West needs to go ahead and build them their own stadium. Well, you know, that's the funny – it's funny. I think we talked about this before. We, I was talking to Dr. Lynch. He was one of the previous superintendents. We, you know, yeah. got – the lottery got huge. Jerry T. Williams, our former principal, yep, uh, he he's there in the booth every every game that East or West plays. He runs the clock. Yeah, he had. Um, we're all talking about what we would do if we won that lottery. Yeah, and the first thing that I said, like them building their own. I am going to donate you enough money, Doctor Lynch, to build West a stadium to get them the hell out of my house. There you go. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I'm sure, man, it, it, I've Put talked it right to, where their practice field's at. Yeah. Well, be fine. yeah. The, the funny thing is, is you talk to West guys and they're like, yeah, Burke Tony's home, but we had to get on a bus. Yeah. And travel two miles. Yep. <laughs> to get off the bus and play our home games. Yeah. Now, the great thing about the East-West game, because it is at Burke Tony, we share the same stadium. It doesn't feel like an away game, even if you're on the visiting side. Correct. Yeah. You, you've been through that. Yeah. Um, it's it's people, don't, people that have not lived it will never understand it. Yeah. Agreed. Um, at, at work, I've got guys that, you know, they played at West, they went to West, they give me. Oh, of course. And they give me hell every chance they get. Yeah. I give it back to them. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, it, it's it's unique. I mean, you 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 can we, we talk smack about college football. Yeah, it, it gets plain brutal when you're talking about the Morristown East West rivalry <laughs> in Hamlin County. Yeah. Oh yeah, on both sides. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We're we're tired of being on the short end of that one. Yeah, and we're going about a 10, 10, 11 year streak of our own. It would it would be great. Yeah, I, I would love it. But oh, yeah. But yeah, I, geographically, the way the, the way the zones are set up, man, we're we're at a disadvantage on that one. Yeah, uh, you actually sent me a text earlier today asking about you know chance of them building a yeah just building one, one big school. school and combining them back together. I don't see that happening in our lifetime. Yeah, 
Um, they talked about it when I was in high school. Yeah. Um, I think looking at, and I'm not trying to pick on, um, but looking at Jefferson County and the amount of money that it takes to maintain a, a facility that size. Yeah. To house right now, Morristown East is over 1,600 students. West is over 1,600 students. Yeah. Think about the monstrosity of a building that is. Yeah. I mean, it would end up being like one of these Texas high school stadiums you see. Yeah. It has to be. Not just the stadium. I mean, look at the the school. school Look at the school. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's, that's a small. You have to allow 10 minutes from class to class if you're on the other end of the building. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) it would be be bigger than Tusculum. Yeah. It would have to be. Yeah. Yeah, they probably won't do that then. I, I don't see it happening. Yeah. Uh, more, you know, and you've got, I guess, you don't just have East and West now. You got some of them are splitting out now to Lakeway Christian Academy too. They, there, there's some kids that's, that have been pulled from the Hamlin County School yeah. System, but and Lakeway's got a fair number of kids. Yeah, um, they're pulling some from out of the county too. Oh yeah, but still, we're talking right now still as it is right now. Yeah. There's over 3,200 students between. Those two schools. Just east and west, yeah. It would be bigger than Dobbins Bennett, Science Hill. Yeah. God. And, and, I mean, let's just face it, Kingsport, they've got the money to maintain a building like that. They do. We don't. We don't have Agreed. it. Agreed. Yeah. Not yet, hell. Town keeps growing like it is. Who knows? But yeah, like you said, not in our lifetime. I don't think it's happening in, in our lifetime. Yeah. Um. Maybe. Right before they put me in the ground, maybe. <laughs> if, I can, if I can make it that long, I'll, I'll still be. By then, I, I'll have to have somebody to carry me to the booth to do football games. But yep. it'll be the Rob Croxdale booth. <laughs> Don't say that. There's been a lot of guys that that were there before me that have done a lot better job at doing football. Rick Brooks comes to mind. Yeah. Um. Bill Britton, our yeah. county mayor, used yeah. to. Used to do high school football for WCRK. Oh wow, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, and and actually, Mike Rappel, he's been at it longer yep. than me. Oh yeah, uh, and he, that guy, he got a lot. I've got mad respect for that guy because he knows how to call a ball game. Right. I'm just a homer. Yeah, uh, I just got having it. Fun watching a football game. I'm having fun watching a football game, just trying to make sure everybody gets a good picture of what is right. going on. It's, it's um, I mean, and, that's big in the area we live in because you hear a lot of the Tennessee fans around here, just like you were saying earlier, they'd turn a game on and mute it and listen to John Ward on the radio. Oh, of course. Yeah. As an Alabama fan, I got mad respect for John Gold. Ward. Yeah. Yes, Eli Gold. Yep. I, I I do the same thing now that now oh, yeah. that we've got internet. Yeah. Yeah. I turn. I turn. I especially don't want to hear Gary Danielson. God, no. <laughs> God no. <laughs> I'll watch a game of complete silence before I listen to them calling a game. The best news I heard last year during college football was when, when they, Vern was done. Yeah, well, when Vern was done, and then they said that CBS was losing the contract in a couple of years, and I'm like, yes, there's only two more years of Gary Danielson. <laughs> well, I think – ain't they got him paired with Brad Nessler now? They he might help a little bit. It does help a little bit. Yeah, Brad's you, good. You, you probably don't watch SEC football. I do. I, I live here. I'll watch it. I'm shocked. Yeah, why are you shocked? Well, that you'd actually watch. I still watch... like football. I watch Mac. I watch well, Mountain West. I watch all of it, man. I love football. Well, I mean, I do too, but <laughs> they're really not playing football. I mean, if my team's playing, it's going to be over everything else. 
I don't care All if right. it's Alabama and Georgia play, and I'm watching my team if All they're right. at the same time. All right. I'll give you that one. Yeah. But you're, you know, you're a diehard fan. I got it. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to wrap this one up, ladies and gentlemen, and we will see you guys next time. That's the end of the game.